2: Good evening. Happy Tuesday.
0: Taco, 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 buddy.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Taco, 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 taco. It is. Uh, it's not just Taco Tuesday though. It is National Radio Day, and uh, you know what? It, it's a yeah. Little confession here. You know, radio was actually not my first love. You know, just kind. I kind of fell into radio. I'm um, actually going back into my corporate sales days. And I just ended up falling in love with it. And it's just, and I got to tell you, it is an honor. There's this old saying, I think it is that if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And I got to tell you, it does never feels like it's work. It feels like I'm coming to like, you know, um, summer camp, you know, every day that I get to come in the studio here. And in part, I got to tell y'all, it's because of the amazing people that I get to work with here. And I'm not even just talking about all you out there that support me you friends that have been friends with the, of the Andrea K show from the beginning for a few years now on Facebook I too many names to mention and I love you all so much as well as all the new friends that I continue to make uh, through uh the those who listen in their cars as well as on the different apps and on Facebook and you message me all the time I love you all but I got to tell you I was recently asked you know what it what it's like and to be a conservative and to be, and to be speaking my mind publicly on a radio format. And I said, you know what, here's the deal. I said, I get to, I get to do a show on Salem media, on a Salem media station and that means that i get to be me i get to i get to share my conservative message with no filter there's nobody who tells me what topics i have to talk about here there's nobody who tries to put a filter on me and try to withhold or try to minimize or try to censor my conservative values beliefs opinions whatsoever i'm allowed to come in here and talk freely and share my judeo christian beliefs on which this country was founded, by the way. So on National Radio Day, I got to tell you guys what an honor it is to work with everybody here. It's an honor to be on Salem Salem Media Radio Station as well as to work with the uh, incredible people, most of which you never, names I never even mention on air. But the main dude, the main leader of the AK crew who keeps it. Y'all know who he is. And on national radio day, join me in giving a big shout out and a big thank you to DJ carrot sticks. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? What do you mean? An African or European swallow? Huh? <laughs> I, I don't know that.
3: That goes out to Joe Biden.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about that later, but aren't we blessed DJ carrot sticks that we get to work in radio, something that we love when we get to do it here at Salem media
3: yes it is pretty awesome I, i'm a radio nerd i grew up on listening to radio even the old radio dramas like six gun and and the shadow and sports talk radio and so to be able to be in radio i feel very blessed and doing a show like this with you is really what i truly love doing
2: oh. Y'all don't know, but DJ Carrot Sticks, yeah, he's the producer of the Andrew K Show, but he's also involved in one shape, way, shape, or form on about 10 other shows here on the, on the station. He's like the James Brown of local San Diego radio. He's the hardest working man in radio business.
0: Huh, get on the good Ooh,
2: foot. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of getting on the good foot... What the what down at LSU? I got to start off with uh, and by the way, yesterday's AP poll came out. LSU ranked number 6. Something's wrong with that. Of course, we expect Bama to be a little bit higher in the AP poll rankings than LSU, but I expected my uh, my Tigers to be a little bit higher up, but you know what? I'll take number 6. So then, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a meeting today and all of a sudden some I see somebody, Susan Miller, a friend of ours on Facebook, posting that there was an – I thought it was an active shooter at LSU. It was actually, an, quote, an armed intruder had been seen at Coates Hall and the quad area and that they were on um, a, a shutdown. It's a, a shelter-in-place order across the campus while they were looking for this armed intruder. A lot of people immediately on the left were, uh, because LSU, the, in the shelter in place, the instructions were run, hide, or fight. Oh, DJ Carrotsticks! Oh, my gosh. How in the world are they telling people? Why are they telling people to fight? What are they supposed to do? How are they supposed to fight against a bullet? Well, what? Don't you think at least an attempt to fight is better than putting a bullseye on your forehead? Don't you think you ought to at least do something if you can't hide? Do something to try to protect yourself? Here's an idea. put a book up of you know to, to cover your I, I mean you know come on now. So then to make the, the comments that were going on were absolutely insane. Um, I had to make a quip of course while this was going on that it was hard to imagine that my cage and peeps would be considering fight as the you know last option. Long story short, what did we find out it was about? Some, it's still unclear whether it was a teacher assistant, whether it was somebody in the grounds crew or a housekeeper on campus. Although I got to tell y'all back in my day, I don't remember ever seeing anybody sweeping a broom during the day. Okay. It was always a little, (laughs) the floors always needed a good sleep sweeping when I was there, but somebody reported a good guy with a gun. And I thought to myself, it was a plainclothes cop with a gun on his hip. I thought, what the, what? No wonder I'm seeing – I'm seeing all these comments while all these people, you know, uh, criticizing LSU for their shelter-in-place policies. And I'm thinking, how did this whole thing start from the beginning? Because, you know, clearly – you know, we, we, this had to have been some kind of Yankee that infiltrated the LSU campus because I can't imagine any of my southern peeps would be horrified at the sight of panic at the sight of a pistol. This is ridiculous. And actually, I'm, I posted that on Facebook and a lot of people were quipping about it, how funny that I said my, pe- my peeps don't panic at a pistol. But literally, th- what does this say about our society? There was nothing that was aggressive, hostile, or anything else. In fact, it took them a long time to track this dude down. So merely the sight of a pistol, that's the links that the left has gone to change this culture to where now a plainclothes cop with a gun on his hip has now caused a major LSU university to go into lockdown mode. And LSU is not the largest school, but it's got like thousand students. It's a large campus because somebody panicked at the sight of a pistol. Hey, you know what? I, I, it makes me so angry that that's where we're at. And then, and then people were like, oh, well, wait a second. You know, what should happen is what the, what the heck was this plainclothes cop doing walking around with a gun on his belt? We can't have that in this country. No, what we need is we're going in the wrong direction. We need people that don't panic at the sight of seeing somebody with an open carry. It should make you feel good. You should be like, oh, good. Oh, okay. We had a good guy roaming around with a gun, plainclothes cop. Maybe if we had more of that going on, we'd be a little bit safer in this country. But if you think about that in conjunction with yesterday, and this was a topic suggestion from one of our, our uh, Facebook li- uh, friends, you look at uh, Gavin Newsom yesterday passing this. Um, they, I, some people are loosely calling it the Stephan, um Clark, I think his name was yeah, Stefan Clark, who was who was killed, uh, Gavin Newsom, had tried to pass legislation. It got cold back a little bit, but its standard of p- behavior for police officers, um, it was always been based on reasonable fear. The new law, basically it's, the new law is is was seeking to really diminish, if not remove, police officers' right to to use deadly force is what it was about. and they they were successful. the lawmakers, even Democrats were successful in dropping an explicit definition of necessary that said officers could use maximum force only when there was no reasonable alternative. What does that even mean? So no reasonable alternative, meaning they're supposed to stand there. That's like sending our soldiers into battle and telling them you're not allowed to pull the trigger and shoot an enemy coming at you until you've tried to, like, throw dust in their eyes um, try to give them the three stooges, newk, 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 to try to stop them, spitballs. I mean, what extent are, are police supposed to do when somebody's coming at them in a Michael Brown, trying to take their gun away from them? This is insane. Where this is going is, and they've already, they've already, if you, if you think about the people's response at LSU today, a good guy with a gun, no reason whatsoever to panic, but now just the very image of a gun. And now I'm flashing on when, the, when, uh, some kid had his Pop-Tart taken away from him because when he bit into it, it created what they thought was the image of a pistol. Ultimately, the end game is not just to confiscate a private ownership, but they want to turn us into England where cops don't even have guns. That's what they're trying to do. This, The lawmakers or, or uh, some police chief, I'm not sure who it was, uh, talked here about um, chief of Citrus Heist Police Department in suburban Sacramento uh, went on to say that, you know, really, it's about training and that if we retrain them, even when they find themselves in a fight or flight situation like at LSU today, they will go back into whatever they've been trained. Hey, here's an idea. How about training people like Stephon Clark to not run from the police? How about that? How about telling young black men, hey, follow cops commands? Because I doubt that this stuff on Clark kid would have been shot had he not been running from the police into a dark backyard and then reached into his jacket and pulled something out. I feel bad for this young man's family that he died. But you know what? Would he be alive today had he not stopped when the cops said stop? Would Michael Brown be alive today had he not reached in and tried to take the gun from Daryl Wilson and then charged to Daryl Wilson and kept charging after Daryl Wilson? Shot at him a few times. He was still alive. There was finally a fatal shot. Where's the training for young Americans today? Any American to tell them, I don't even know. There was a viral uh, video that went viral on YouTube last week that, you know, had some of my friends cracking up. And it was this old Southern lady who was like in her 60s. And this cop pulls her over I don't even remember why and she won't give him her driver's license and she's just refusing to do anything he says and finally he's like get it you need to get out of the car I ain't getting out of this car she ends up rolling up her window and he and, and tries to run off on him tries to pull away and and basically he chases down the car and he's like get out of the car now he ends up tasing her well you know what that was a 65 year old old southern lady and you know what I had friends of mine that were <laughs> that literally a lot of people were laughing at the video because you know what as she was writhing, because it was like you know what she got what she had coming. She got what she had coming because if you were that cop, you're trying to be nice and nice and nice, and then finally this old lady is refusing to get out of the car and in a really big truck like a dually and starts to to speed away. You got to be wondering what what what's going on with her. What's she been up to? What kind of crimes she been committing? Bottom line is this. You know we you know we do we have. A problem in this country with violence? Absolutely. But the left is doing everything that they can to hijack every and exploit every tragedy, every act that they can in order to confiscate our guns. So. And and then want to start with young people. I mean, it's just distressing to me, DJ Carrot sticks to see young people. Now a lot of some of the tweets that I saw today from LSU, I don't know where them students came from. I don't know if these were like Vermonters, birds northeasterners coming down to LSU because I'm thinking, you know, I'm not liking how I'm not liking how the left has changed the culture at my institution and in my alma mater. I ain't liking that a bit. Anyway. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears because uh, Rush Limbaugh was talking about an article written by somebody you Californian Republicans might know well, Ron Nearing. In fact, I used to have him on the show on a regular basis um, until he denied that there was any problem with liberal bias in the media. Head of the Republican Party telling me that. Well, he's written an article today for The Hill with uh, instructions and strategy to President Trump and the Republicans. And I had to call on my girl Jen Kearns and say, you know, as a really well respected GOP strategist should we really be avoiding talking about Mueller talking about Comey talking about Ilhan Omar as we go into 2020 I don't think so I think we need to keep talking about it and I want to hear from you 888-344-1170 do you guys did you guys hear what President Trump said today about American Jews and do you agree with him we're going to talk about all that with Jen Kearns when we come back
0: Follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
2: You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan.
0: 1170, The Answer. Energize and revitalize your relationship. Join our sister station, Cape Race, along with Focus on the Families Greg and Aaron Smalley at the Revive Listener Event. Friday night, September 20th at Shadow Mountain Community Church in El Cajon. Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley guide couples toward creating deeply satisfying marriages, faith, family, and the importance of healthy friendships. With Life and Love, Pursuing Relationships That Thrive with Margie Hill worship by Michael Sanchez of The Voice and entertainment with Christian comedian Dennis Gaxiola. Bring your spouse or your special someone. And if you're single, come learn hey, gender ready. Bye that special someone don't miss the revive listener event with greg and aaron smalley music and comedy with complimentary coffee and dessert afterward that's friday september 20th 7 p.m at shadow mountain community church in el cajon tickets 25 dollars per couple 15 for singles get your tickets online at the answer the answer sponsored by southern california seminary
5: Concerned about San Diego water quality? If you follow the recent debates, you're not the only one. Most folks, not only in Flint, Michigan, but all over America, can't rely on the government for clean water. Be smart. Do what I did. And thousands of other San Diegans rely on Superior's Waterboy system. It's a maintenance-free system from a trusted family-owned business serving San Diego since 1997. Call and a Superior Waterboy specialist will test your home's water quality and help determine which model is right for you. It's easy and affordable with low-cost financing. No more bottles. No more salt bags. Call 800-300-5551. That's 800-300-5551 and schedule your free water test today. Don't forget about the answer's $500 discount. Call 800-300-5551 or visit superiorwater.com. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. So get great water you'll enjoy. Call
6: 1-800-WATER.
1: Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. 86.1 36.1 North County and
0: AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. Andrea K, the Donut
5: Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me on this very special day, National Radio Day. And um, the, the question I have for you guys is: Before I go to my guest here, Jen Kearns. And and I may pose this question to her as well. Uh, What do you guys think about President Trump's comments today as things just keep getting double down or triple down and quadruple down from Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and their anti-Semitic attacks against uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and his government for denying them entry? As well as their reasons for going, you know them. They're they're going there basically to support a movement, paid for and sponsored by a movement that that supports terrorism and seeks to destroy, which seeks to destroy as well as, as, well as to deny their right to exist. So today, Trump said about uh, Jewish voters uh, that you know he, you know he basically is saying what we've all been saying and questioning. You know it, how can how can any American Jew who knows the history and loves their people and loves the state of Israel, how could they vote Democrat? Do you guys think he made a mistake in saying that? Because to me, I think he said what well, we've already been thinking anyway, and any any Demo- Democrat J- Jew who votes Democrat is not going to vote for Trump anyway. So let me know what you think, 888-344-1170. And uh, joining me now to answer this and also discuss the article that Rush Limbaugh was talking about today in terms of strategy into 2020 is Jen Kearns well-respected GOP strategist and founder of an incredible new group called Women for a Great America. Hey, Jen, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much. All right. So you wrote a great article that everybody should read about this Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib as, you know, women, you know, here the left is always talking about, you know, we need more women representing us. And these two, you know, are basically making a mockery of that suggestion on top of their anti (laughs) semit on top of their anti-Semitism. And, you know, how do you think Trump is handling this? What do you think about his comments today about how in the world could could American Jews vote for Democrats?
7: Well, look, uh, you know, we wondered that sort of in the last election cycle as you, you know, saw this sort of anti-Semitism starting to creep in. And now it's gone to, to a full-blown, uh, you know, out on the stage, out for everyone to see. Uh, this is, this is pretty nightmarish. Um, mm-hmm. the, the things that come out of Ilhan Omar's mouth are, are really the most surprising to me. Uh, some of these anti-Semitic tropes. Uh, including some that received discipline and and, uh, just shy of censure, really, uh, but received uh, some some, uh, rebuke from her colleagues in Congress. Uh, This is really amazing to me. And and like you just said, if this is the kind of female congresswoman that people want to elect, (laughs) I'll take a pass. Yeah. Because because these two gals are making the rest of us look bad. Let's be honest here. And you look at what these two women did yesterday. I think it was beneath the office uh, of their seats and and beneath all of the promises that we were given about this historic class of women legislators uh, coming in. And they, in effect, held a press conference yesterday protesting Israel, protesting the U.S. for being its allies. But they left out the most important key part of their story. And I'm sure you've gone into this, but the, the trip was actually being being sponsored by an organization whose members have expressed support for, for racial terrorism, radical terrorism against Israel, and an organization that has published articles celebrating individuals who actually murdered mm-hmm. legitimate Israeli security forces. I mean, this this is pretty egregious. Um, this was a group that, that said in 2013 that Jews were actually murdering Christians and then using their blood in rituals during Passover services. Yeah, the blood libel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the blood libel. That's been a longstanding anti-Semitic trope used throughout the the centuries, really. Uh, And look, and this is a group that said, look, no one ought to be able to tell us whether or not we can name streets or squares in memoriam after terrorists. I mean, this is a terrorist-supporting group, and the fact that two of the most prominent and outspoken Democratic uh, congresswomen are are aligned with this group, and they didn't mention it yesterday, I think that is actually even more offensive uh, than than their alignment with it, because they're trying to act like victims, they're anything but.
2: Right. Oh, yeah, and including. I love what Trump said today. I'm not buying her tears. You know. I, you know. In fact, I said last night. You know, it, it's not both. It, both Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib have said some of the most incredibly shocking, anti-Semitic comments I've, I've ever heard. I mean, Rashida Tlaib. I said last night she should be. She should since she, when she was on the verge of tears, she probably should have thought about the Holocaust. And she said it gave her a warm feeling to think about the Holocaust. Uh, Ilhan Omar is a woman who tweeted out. Uh, Two weeks after Benghazi, there's a uh, battle waging inside of me, Allahu Akbar, and Israel's been hypnotizing the world. Ilhan Omar was at an an event, a fundraiser in L.A., where she said some people did some things on 9-11, and she was raising money for an unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land Foundation trial. CARE is a front group for Hamas. Ilhan Omar is also the congresswoman who argued on behalf of ISIS terrorists and wanted to get insurance policies for family members left behind if a terrorist died over. I mean, it's like it's shocking to me. It's not even just a question for American Jews at this point, Jen Kearns. But don't ever hashtag to me. Never again. Never uh, forget 9-11. If, if you're going to vote Democrat and vote for Ilhan, uh, which is to support Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, because you can't care about the ideology that destroyed Americans when you support them because they support that same ideology, in my opinion there. I said it.
7: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think you're off base there. And, and look, in terms of women, which is always something I'm looking at, women in elected office, mm-hmm. women in politics, women in, in public policy this is really a shame. You know, there was a recent Georgetown University Center on Education and the Workforce study that showed one in every eight Americans think, and this is probably wrong in some cases, but we saw this play out yesterday, one in eight Americans now think that women are too emotional to hold elected office mm-hmm. and that they would rather have a man who they think is, quote, unquote, more emotionally well-suited to be a member of Congress. And look, I believe that number is going to be even worse when the two of these and, and the squad and AOC and all these gals get done with it, because they're not doing anything to help women in politics. Mm-hmm. They're showing that their bias and their background and their emotions, will, will they will allow those to get the best of them and will allow those to turn them against America and against her allies I think it's a shame
2: yeah I'm glad you talked about the woman angle because I, we talked about polling last week in which and now I want to shift into Ron Nearing's article that Rush Limbaugh talked about today because one area in which supposedly uh, the, even the last poll I think it was Zogby last week said that Trump was up with African Americans and with Latinos and with everybody but suburban women so then Ron Nearing if you're just joining me this is the Andrew K show and I'm talking to Jen Kearns founder of Women for Great America a GOP strategist and she's all over media and is a great political commentator so rush limbaugh starts talking about and brought attention my attention to an article written by ron nearing who used to run uh the republican party for san diego as well as california and ron was in, in this article yesterday said the three real problems republicans need to address to win in 2020 and he starts out by saying uh really that the things that the republicans need to not talk about are aoc ilhan omar Epstein and related conspiracy theories, the Clinton's former special counsel, Robert Mueller, former director Comey, Julian Assange and Roger Stone. First of all, this let's let's talk about the fact that what in the world does he have Roger Stone doing in the same sentence as the Mueller investigation or Jeffrey Epstein conspiracy theories? OK, you lost me right there, Nearing. Um, but to, but but right now, when you think how are, he he goes on to say that none of them matter. It doesn't matter that we have what we just what you just laid out and you and I talked about with Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. These are anti-Semitic terrorist organizations supporting U.S. congresswomen. And he's telling us that they don't matter and we shouldn't talk about it going into 2020. Well, I think,
7: Andrea, we we just realized right here why Republican registration declined over many years of Ron Nairn's leadership at the California Republican Party. And look, these people that you just mentioned are all perfect examples of what not to do. And and one of the reasons that opposition campaign ads exist in the world is that they're effective. Time and time again, people say, oh, we shouldn't talk about our opponents. we We shouldn't run those negative ads. Well, the truth is you talk to anyone who's won campaigns over the years, and I have for 15 years, those work. And the reason why they work, Americans actually like to see proof of what not to do, and there's mm-hmm. no better proof of why not to be a socialist than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There's no better proof of how not to be an anti-Semite rather than Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Uh, the Clintons, um, you can talk all day long about how the economy would have been much different if Hillary Clinton uh, mm-hmm. were at the helm, mm-hmm. how foreign policy would have been much different, and, and to not talk about FBI Director James Comey and Roger Mueller, uh, Robert Mueller and the people that that really ran a coup against yeah, the president yeah. of the United States, you should be talking about that every single day. Exactly. Showing exactly what will happen if Democrats ever regain power in the White House.
2: Right. Not to mention the fact that this also displays the fact that Ron Neering is nothing but an architect of of, of failure, in my opinion. Um, because, you know, he's proving why we've lost California. Because he's he also doesn't have his finger on the pulse. President Trump clearly understood even before we knew the depths of what, what had gone on with the deep state and the cr- covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton in the coup attempt, he, he, he knew – when he started talking about draining the swamp, when he started talking about holding elected officials accountable, he had his finger on the pulse. He knew what was on the hearts and the minds of the American people out there. Ron Nearing is given the same old tired message, stick to the economy, it's the economy, stupid. But the American people in 2016, Jen Kearns, voted for much more than just the economy. Yes, he tore down that blue wall in part in Michigan and, and Wisconsin and those states, talking about uh, the, the blue... Ha- Blue collar workers in that, but when people chanted "Drain the swamp," when people chanted "Lock her up," it was about the American people understanding there was two sets of laws: one for the elites in Washington and one for the American people. And they also, when they when they re, when they responded to and the way they did to MAGA make America great again. It was about culture. It was about seeing our country go away from what it was founded on and the American people wanting a restoration of the rule of law, a restoration of the culture in which this country was founded. It was much more than just taxes and regulations. And I, and I saw how many, I saw how many shares that Ron Nearing got on this article today. And I was like, no, I got to get Jen on. We got to, we got to tell everybody we need to be talking about the fact that we had a coup attempt and that a lot of the people involved with it still have security clearances and still haven't been held accountable and that's we got to fulfill campaign promises and that includes accountability we need to be constantly talking about that if for no other reason then it is we can't let that stand in this country it's what separates us from Cuba and North Korea. And we've got to be yes. talking about AOC because Ron Nearing and others in the Republican Party did a terrible job in selling capitalism versus socialism. They've done a terrible job in, in, in allowing people, the narrative to be changed from Islamic terror to now anybody who you know anybody who questions Islamic terror is an Islamophobe. Right. Well, I, I noticed in,
7: in Nearing's proposal, quote-unquote, I'll put that in quotes because it's very light on details, Uh, He he talks about identity politics, and I think he falls into the trap that so many Republican consultants do, which is to say, well, if we can just get our identity politics figured out, we can out-identity the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Well, well, that's just not possible because of the population growth of the United States, the trends of the United States. And also, if you haven't turned on a TV recently (laughs) – Democrats are creating new genders by the day. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. just said the other day there's three or more at least. Um, so, look, you're never going to out-identity politics the Democrats, and that's what Nairn's trying to do here. You have to connect with people on the issues. And you just rattled off a, a bunch of significant ones that are compelling, that, that reach people in a way that President Trump knew they could be reached. And, and the point is this. You know, many years ago, I think it was 2011, uh, when we started the Tea Party in California. We were about to host a Tea Party rally on the steps of the state capitol in Sacramento. And uh, we had we were expecting about 20,000 people. And Ron Nehring, uh, who was party chair at the time, said, oh, no, it's not going to happen. You, you guys need to not be affiliated with that it was he told the howard jarvis taxpayers association and a bunch of other gop legislators if you go to this rally you will be persona non grata a threat basically Mm -hmm. do you know that on the morning of the rally when ron marring showed up and he looked around and there were twenty eight thousand people on the steps of the state capitol in sacramento and fox news had flown a news crew from new york city Ron Nairing came to us and said, I would actually like to speak on the stage. And we <laughs> said, no, sir. No, sir, you may not. You did not believe in this from the beginning. He he didn't get it back then, and he still doesn't get it now. And I say to Ron Nairing, go ahead and sit on down and let those who won campaigns go ahead and keep winning them. This advice, I think, I agree with you here. This advice, I think, is very dangerous mm-hmm. uh, because it's the wrong advice, and it gets circulated, and, and leaders listen to it. And it's just wrong minded and, and it's not going to work.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I've got a lot of people that are heads of, you know, Republican committees and different organizations here in San Diego. And if you're listen, listening, you just heard it from Jen Kearns. Uh, Ron Neary needs to get off the porch. Let the adults, you know, have a conversation. Those who know how to win an election and y'all need to ignore his advice. What y'all do need to well, do, hey. right, is, is well, go final thought, because I wanted people to know where to go to support your organization, yes. Women for Great America.
7: The final thought and case in point is this. Ron Nearing always talked about immigration and how other people in other countries were stealing our jobs. Uh, the San Francisco Chronicle reported years ago, the first hire he made for political director of the California GOP was Canadian on an <laughs> HB1 visa. He couldn't even find an American. I guess that's one of the jobs that the Americans have refused to do. So you've got to walk the walk in this game. You can't just talk the talk. Anyway, people can check us out at Women for a Great America. That's the number four
2: womenforgreatamerica.com. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Jen Kearns. DJ Carrots, do you have time to take a phone call real quick before we go to break? All right. Dan is uh, online, too, and he's got a comment he wants to make about President Trump. Hi, Dan. Welcome to The Andrea Kay Show.
8: Hi, thanks. The first chance I've had a chance to listen to your show. I'm having fun.
2: Um, listen, uh, Trump is practicing
8: uh, some serious wholesale wedge politics here. Uh, what what we all know is that there's a serious block of voters uh, that have always been knee-jerk Democrat, and those voters are, are uh, a Jewish. Uh, they're not all monolithic by any stretch of the imagination. There are issues within their group, but the fact of the matter is, is that when, uh, the wedge issue works in politics. You know that. Mm-hmm. And frankly, uh, Trump is calling them out. He's not taking any. Uh, you know, he's 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 you know just not taking any of the of the crap, and he's using. The the two congresswomen as as a you know a simple wedge to drive into that coalition which has been a bedrock for fundraising for Democrats for decades and decades and and also for voters. Look, 60 percent of the Jewish voters in America voted for Hillary Clinton. Now, if that doesn't tell you where where uh, what Trump is doing doesn't have an impact, I'll tell you that that's a big deal to them. And if he can if he can peel off say, 30 points uh, from that coalition, plus uh, freeze up the the money that they would have given to a Democratic candidate on the basis of their refusal to to reject uh, those two Congresswomen and their anti-Semitism. You know, I'll tell you, Trump's hitting it really hard and
2: it's going over the fence. Well, I, I'm agreeing with you there, Dan, on everything that you said, because I think that it's brilliant play. And I think that that, you know, what we were just talking about with Jen Kearns, uh, Ron Nearing, that, you know, the the old school GOP feckless strategy of just talk tax cuts and avoid anything controversial and all this kind of stuff. And and don't punch back is why we're in the position that we're in to where, you know, yep. it's you know, it's considered racist now or you're a white supremacist if you want immigration law laws enforced you know and president trump has shown he's given the blueprint for really how to win and it's punching back against the bullies and not allowing them to get away with their crap and calling people out and i thank you for calling in the show dan i'm well past a break did you have something real quick to say
8: but mainstream america is not racist and they're not anti-semitic and they don't buy this for a second
2: that's right. Well, thank you so much. All right, we're gonna take a skinny tiny little break before DJ Carrot Sticks pulls, comes and yanks the microphone out of my face. Stay tuned, we got more Andrea K Show coming up.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
1: am 1170 the answer
0: help one at San Diego.com presents the world's worst boss the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse we'll just call him dave
5: and now a word from andrew's boss dave
0: Thank you, and may I say, what a beautiful service. Everyone at the office will miss Andrew. He was kind, quick with a joke, and great with quarterly P&L reports. He will never be replaced in our hearts. However, my accounting department needs someone ASAP. Uh, I I think that's enough. One last thing, Padre. My favorite Andrew memory was when he came in to interview. He told me he got a bachelor's in whatever accountants get, and I figured some of his college buddies might be here who got the same thing and need a job. Wow, that's inappropriate. But it reminds me of the last thing Andrew said to me. I think you should leave. How did you know? Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at help one at
5: Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave.
4: The Supreme Court confirmation process has been on the point of breakdown for 30 years, and it finally collapsed with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm Molly Hemingway. And I'm Carrie Severino. Our new book, Justice on Trial. The Kavanaugh confirmation in the future of the Supreme Court tells the story of the process that Kavanaugh himself called a national disgrace and a circus. The Supreme Court is the arbiter of America's most divisive disputes. The incentive to destroy Supreme Court nominees has become nearly irresistible. Our book, Justice on Trial, explores how that happened to Brett Kavanaugh and what we must do to prevent it from happening again. With more than 100 interviews, including the president dozens of senators and other officials, we uncovered shocking details, untold until now. Will the next confirmation fight be even uglier than Kavanaugh's? Our new book, Justice on Trial, has the answer.
1: Justice on Trial, the Kavanaugh confirmation and the future of the Supreme Court, is the explosive new bestseller by Molly Hemingway and Carrie Severino, published by Regnery. Get your copy now at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever books are sold
3: hey this is dj carrot sticks the producer of the andrea K. show here to tell you about some of the specials i tired of hearing this commercial patio this summer come check out the alpha wood fired ovens and prep tables and save up to every time i hear it, i'm like oh i could have done a better job make everything from pizza to prime rib in your own backyard and if flow and slow is more your thing, then listen up. Mention The Answer San Diego and get a free bag of hardwood cooking pellets with any new pellet grill purchase. Choose from Traeger or Green Mountain Grill. And your only stop on the way home is the butcher for that thick, juicy sirloin. Don't want to miss the game inside while your steak is cooking out back? Both Green Mountain Grill and Traeger offer Wi-Fi models, which lets you monitor your grill and the temperature of your food from your phone using the mobile app. The Warm Hearth is your backyard summer headquarters. Located on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard. Check them out online at Warm Fireplace and That's Warm Fireplace and FM, 96.1, North County. And
0: AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer. Andrea
5: K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Um, so, you know, couple, couple, we've got to talk about the Democrats that are running for president, right? Uh, there was big talk about, you know, the Elizabeth Warren drew some big crowd of like 12,000 people on the heels of groveling uh, to the Native Americans in Iowa. But it doesn't seem to have helped her case at all because it, I guess Joe Biden is still back. In fact, his lead has... <laughs> his lead has widened and you know which is probably you know you know I don't know how much of it is that that he's the less you see of him what what's that old saying how do i miss you if you don't go away or absence makes the heart grow fonder you know it's probably a good thing that he stepped away from the campaign trail because it seems like the less people see of him the more that they they like him and then of course then it also highlights the competition which, you know, is getting crazier by the day with Elizabeth Warren and others. Kamala Harris is completely collapsed in the polls, by the way, after Tulsi Gabbard, who never had a chance. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I don't know I don't know who paid her. It's because it's like Tulsi Gabbard, what did she really gain by that? She took down Kamala Harris, but she didn't do anything to up her percentage in anywhere. So it's looking more and more like Joe Biden is going to end up with the nomination. We'll have to see, but it just makes his wife's, comments that she made at a bookstore in New Hampshire, even more questionable. So it's like Biden helped himself by going away, but then the wife, while he's away, off the campaign trail, because, you know, he's less likely to commit a gaffe when he's not on the campaign trail. So then wife steps in and commits an even bigger gaffe. This is Jill Biden, who, by the way, is supposed to be a comma MD, a physician. Supposed to be super smart, right?
7: you got
2: and maybe you have to swallow a little bit. <laughs> um, wife say what about hubby Joe Biden? So Joe Biden's is in the, the bookstore trying to talk about, trying to send the message that, look, you know, you may not like Joe. There may not be, he may not have a good health care plan. He may he may be bad on health care. She literally said that. He may be bad on health care. You may not like him. But you got to think about the fact that who's going to win, Okay. So, it, it, and, and Joe Biden, if you're really talking about who, who's more electable, you might not want to talk about your ex-husband, your, and not ex-husband, your husband who can't keep his hands off women. You might want to take some cue cards in and, and help you be, stay on track with your points because trying to send the message that people, and we all get what she was trying to say, you know, it's like, sometimes you have to suck it up and hold your nose. She was really trying to say, hold your nose. But she, she gaffed big time with, sometimes you just got to swallow, okay? And What you know. is the speed velocity of an unladen swallow? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, <laughs>
8: African or European
2: swallow? Yeah, um, I actually, you know, great news for us, though, as the, as the Republicans, because I posed the, the question on Facebook today. What does it say? Jill, uh, Elizabeth Warren is having really big crowds, 12,000. What does it say about our country that a woman who committed fraud in claiming minority status for personal, professional financial gain is actually a leading contender because yeah, Kamala Harris is down to 0%. Buttigieg, he's supposedly rising a little bit, but it's really going to come down to Biden and Warren. What does it say about our country? And people responded by saying, well, Trump's still going to win. But that, that to me, that's not the point. Where we have that many Americans that are actually applauding and willing to vote for somebody that had committed fraud. And this is supposed to be the party of identity politics, like Jen Kearns was saying. This is supposed to be the party that cares about all these different groups, the, particularly the ones that have supposedly been victimized. But, and they're prepared. They're there. 12,000 people are there willing to vote for her. To me, that's crazy. Um, in the middle of that, speaking of identity politics... Here, here's a headline. I want to ask you guys whether wh- who you think this headline came from. Guests appear to flash Nazi salutes on Universal Studios' Revenge of the Mummy Ride. DJ Carrot Sticks. I printed this. Guess what media outlet that is. I have no idea. Would you have guessed Fox News? No. Because to me, uh, most of us who, who have any idea of what this new Nazi salute is, the OK symbol, most of my Andrea Keisha listeners know that this was a hoax that was created by 4chan. This symbol that I'm putting out in front of the Facebook Live, the OK symbol that's used all day, every day by Americans, including Democrats, all day long, including AOC recently used it, is not a Nazi salute. That was a hoax. And then at the Kavanaugh hearings, when his clerk behind her had her hand done in a way that made her fingers form an OK salute. Oh, my gosh, that's a Nazi salute. And you know what? Simply by it, it's a hoax. It's not a Nazi Nazi salute. Shame on Fox News for putting out that people doing this OK symbol on a ride that that is the Nazi salute. You know why I'm busting Fox News for this? Because that's continuing to push a false narrative that white supremacy and white nationalism is spreading en masse in this country. Oh, my gosh. To me, this is no better than New York Times, who admitted in a video that they for two years pushed out this Russia hoax narrative. And then when that didn't work for them are now pushing out this racism thing about trump this is attempting to further the false narrative that the greatest issue we've got is all this white nationalism white supremacy s- spreading on mass it's like an epidemic using a symbol that's a hoax come on fox news you're better than that brett bear came out today and said that fox news hasn't changed it has changed fox y'all are better than this you really are we're going to take a break when we come back we've got more andrea k show coming up don't go away
4: Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. If you are a timeshare owner and you think back to the day you bought your little piece of heaven, it probably was a good thought. The reality now is that you probably never use your timeshare and have continued to pay those annual maintenance fees. We at Lone Star Transfer are here to help you get out of this ongoing burden in an effective, quick, and legal way. We have over 8,000 happy customers to prove it. Call us today for a free, no-obligation consultation at 844-284-4863 or visit us online at lonestartransfer.com.
0: The Fed just lowered the rates for the first time in 10 years. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage and possibly into the twos with a 10 or 15-year. Joe Donahue here, mortgage specialist with Right Choice Mortgage, a direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that no one else has, like mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. File for bankruptcy, short sold, or had a foreclosure? Even if you're only one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. How about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one starting in the fours? If you have great credit or mediocre, I'm sure you've heard about rates being the lowest in years. Give me a call. Let me show you how low you can go. 833 886 3863. 833 886 fund. Make the right choice. I'll get you what you need. Let's update your
1: mortgage today. 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Right choice mortgage is licensed by the B R E zero one 01943736 and MLS 1132583 and is an equal opportunity lender.
6: Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks ran in place most of the day in typical late August sluggish trading with nearly nobody home. The market ending lower declines on advances 3 to 2. No surprise, after a three-day gain to technical resistance, still up 3% below the July record high. So for it's the Wall Street dance. Three steps up, one step back down. Now we'll see what comes tomorrow. The Treasury 10 at 155 with a normal spread, still calling for a Fed rate cut. We get Fed minutes tomorrow. Home Depot up nine points. Profits beat. Revenue guidance reduced. Kohl's down 7%. Slumping sales. Boeing to hire several hundred people to help the grounded 737 MAX planes return to service. And Visa, a new payment fraud defense technology. Bill Holland with The Answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North
0: County. AM 1170. San Diego. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer
5: San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, you know, DJ Carrotsticks, have you have you been paying attention to the the chicken sandwich wars going on? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, evidently Popeyes, my beloved Popeyes, fried chicken, has come up with a sandwich that's like the Chick Fil A sandwich with the pickle on it on the bun. Because Popeyes Popeyes ain't really been about a, a sandwich.
3: I never had a oh, pickle did. on their
2: sandwich before? No. Well, Popeye's, Popeyes fried chicken ain't, ain't about the, the chicken sandwich. It's about you either get the two piece all white, extra spicy, you get the chicken strips, or maybe you get, to get the shrimp. You know, it ain't about a sandwich. So Popeye's basically developed their own version of the Chick fil A sandwich. And it just became this big Twitter war. It was going crazy. Then Wendy's decided to get in on it. And, you know, then I see today, and I've just had such a good time with this, right? Because it's like I love to be distracted a little bit from the hard hitting, you know, topics of the day. And then I see some fool on Twitter today saying because Popeye's clap back called clap back. You know what a clap back is, yeah. right? Yeah. So you know um, Popeye. So I don't remember what it was. Chick Fil A. Wendy said something about y'all or this or that, and Popeye's tweeted back. You must have had one of our biscuits because you're thirsty. You know, for attention. It was a really good clap back from Popeye's to Wendy. Yeah. We- Wendy's right. So then this this uh, African American girl with the, with a blue check mark says something like, I'd be enjoying this clap back, but I always I always have to wonder if it's not white people, you know, trying to pretend that they're, and I thought, are you kidding me? This is where we're at in this country to where it's so okay to hate white people in this country that even a chicken sandwich now has to be exploited as an opportunity. They're just looking to hate on white people.
3: Yeah, it, it, it does feel like that.
2: That's exactly where and it's at. I bet at.
3: you, though, I mean, I, I, I could, I'm speculating on this, but I bet you that lady still voted for Hillary Clinton, even though she talked about carrying a bottle of hot sauce with her wherever she was. Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Here was, a, here was another tweet that I posted on Facebook that uh, John Hawkins, who uh, need to invite back on the, the radio show, uh, she says, another person with a blue check mark. white people have done everything to make my life miserable, yet I'm supposed to not hate white people? Thank you, Obama. We did not have this kind of dialogue going on in our country before Obama took office and immediately started to fan the flames of division. Well, of course, you know, I actually have to... Uh, John Hawkins had a great response to me. He said, oh my gosh, I was at the white people's meeting last week when your name came up and they were discussing our plans to make your life miserable. We were so afraid that you blame yourself for your own failings instead of us. It's so great to see we're making a difference. Talk about a good clap back. But I thought, you know, this is, this is where we're at because when you tell... A, gr- a whole swath of group of people, they, the left has done this perfectly for their own gain. Divide up Americans into groups, tell each group that they're a victim of, of a certain other group, and then they're going to believe it. And then they're going to hate the other group that they believe has victimized them. And John Hawkins is right. This is so stupid. How in the world has any white person made this woman's life miserable? She, but the misery has been inflicted on her by the Democrat Party. By telling them that they're victims.
3: Telling them that they're oppressed.
2: Telling them that they're, they're oppressed when the reality is, is it's, it's fictional. There is no black person right now who's being oppressed by or, or, or if you're miserable as regardless of your skin color, it's not any other race's fault. You know, if, if a woman is raped tonight, it is it is not the fault of every other man out there in the world. It's the it's the fault of that one individual who did something absolutely horrific to her. This has literally been this is this is where we're and now we can't even we can't even have a funny competition about chicken sandwiches. This is where we're at. And I don't know how we and you know what, getting back to Jen Kearns and talking about Ron Neary, the Republican Party let it get to this point because they never punched back. I'm glad we have a President Trump that's punching back against the haters on the left, calling out Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, AOC and the rest for being they're the ones who are haters. They're the anti-Semites. It's not it's not conservatives it's not Trump The left has fought divided everybody into groups and fostered hate and division for power And we and we need to we need to have some real talk Take our power back Love you all have a great night